Hey folks, Chuck Holton here. I am in the southern part of Israel, pretty near the Gaza Strip, actually. If you look on the map and you'll see Netivot, uh, and I'm just to the, I guess that would be the west of Netivot, and uh, you can hear the guns firing on Gaza from where I'm standing. The reason I'm here is to see this car graveyard behind me. There are hundreds of cars in this place that are uh, from the dance festival that they had at Re'im the day of the attack. Uh, if you look, there's just hundreds and hundreds of them. And it's astounding just how destroyed these cars are. It's like they really went out of their way to absolutely wreck these things, burn them, smash them. Uh, I, I don't even understand. It looks like they just got wadded up like a piece of paper. The problem is they're actually still finding bodies in these cars. They're, some of them had bodies in them and they're burned so badly that they can't even identify them as human remains. And so they've employed archaeologists from Jerusalem to come in here and go through these vehicles one by one and try to identify anything that might have been human at one point. They've already identified more than 10 bodies here, and that reduces the number of people who are still missing. There are uh, something like 100 people that are now still missing as of last count. And the archaeologists that are scraping through the remains here are doing their best to try to reduce that number. It's difficult for me to come here and do my job as a journalist uh, because we're getting to that point in the war where it's kind of, I would say, partly our fault as journalists and partly the fault of the uh, spokespeople. The IDF spokesmen have been great. They're doing their best to try to help us out. But wherever you go, there's always somebody who is kind of at that site who is just afraid of getting in trouble. And so they won't let you in, uh, even though you have a press pass, you've, you've been cleared to go in. Um, they want practically a phone call from Bibi Netanyahu himself to allow you to come in and see a pile of junk that, uh, you know, they're, they're just worried that they're gonna get in trouble for letting people in. And part of that is because they're just getting flooded with journalists. If you look over here, there are journalists all waiting outside. They've told us that we can film outside of the uh, junkyard there, but we can't go in. And so that's what we have to do. I've got to try to do my job from outside without being able to get in there, even though there have been journalists in there before. But uh, like I say, they get so overwhelmed and uh, the little zoomy that's here watching this place, uh, he's not about to let anybody in until he gets, you know, the word from on high. So I even had the IDF spokesman call him and talk to him on the phone and and say, yeah, it's okay, let him in. And he's like, nope, I'm not letting him in, not till my manager gets here because he didn't want to get in trouble. You see this a lot in war zones. It gets to the point where the public, uh, the public information people don't want to give any information to the public. The uh, the IDF has people that are going in and filming things and 
kind of can't understand why we can't just use their footage and be happy with it. Uh, partially because I need to ha show you that I'm here so that you can see that I'm not just taking somebody else's word for it. But also because uh, I, what they're offering to us is uh, we'll put everybody on a bus and today we're going to take everybody to this kibbutz or to this site where there was a, a battle or whatever. And that's great if you're uh, writing for the newspaper. But when you have 70 journalists who are all crowded around in a small space, all trying to get the shot and everything, they're all getting in each other's way, they're jockeying for position, they're making noise, they're talking over your audio. When you're making television, it's very, very hard to get meaningful, decent footage that way. I really loathe and despise being on those uh, you know, press junkets like that with a massive amount of people. Uh, because A, I want to get the story everybody else isn't getting, and B, uh, I, it's very hard for me to make television when there's just people everywhere, especially you, you don't want to see 25 journalists walking through your shot, and that's what you get when you go on these things. So the, it, it, it's understandable that the IDF has other things to worry about. I get that. What they need to understand is that we are an important facet of the information war. And the more liberty they can give us to go and get the story, the better those stories will be and the more play they will get around the world. And Israel desperately needs that in order to win the information war. Gaza is definitely doing that. Hamas is, uh, is putting out lots of footage, but it's all footage that's carefully curated by them. If I were to go there and, and report on, say, rocket launchers hiding in a house or something, um, I would definitely not live very long. The problem, it, when it gets to this point, it gets frustrating enough that journalists start to go home. And I can't blame them. I mean, they start to, start to say, you know what, if you're not going to allow me to do my job here, this is your war, not mine. I'm here to try to tell the world what's going on, and if you won't let me do that, then I'm going to go somewhere else. I'll pack up and go home. There's lots of stories that I can cover around the world, and if you don't want me covering yours, fine. Well, I'll just find some place that will. Uh, and, and that's the difficulty that they run into. So um, let's hope that people who are in charge of the public information understand how important it is to get that information out to the public and allow the journalists especially those that have already been uh, checked, they've had their background checked, they've been issued a credential, are allowed to go and get the story wherever the story might lead. And if they do that, they will win the information war and not Hamas. All right, folks, that's all I've got. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and uh, share it with your friends. Take care.